The seasons are turning. Black crows circle against the sky's grey shield, and an election lurks in the gloom of autumn. The summer is dead, and yet life blooms anew with News des Nachrichtens. And welcome to News des Nachrichtens with me, Conrad Werner, and uh, my friend from um, fresh from America. It's Mr. Drew Portnoy. Right off the boat. Right off the boat. Yeah, I just flew in from America, and boy, are my arms tired. Oh yeah, oh, it's, <laughs> it's so nice to see you. You're so, you're so. Um, be, it's the first time we've been in the same room for like three years. Two years, I think. Yeah. Two years. At least two years. Oh, well, that's good. Your apartment came together since I left. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's really not, like I would date you. Looking at this apartment, I would date you. Yeah, I know. I would too. I think so. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm surprised. Have there been any young ladies up here? Uh, uh yes. Okay. What young surprised? people? Let's just say young. Maybe <laughs> people. Let's just say <laughs> people. There, there, yeah, there have been people in this apartment who are like you know younger than me. I mean, they don't have to be younger than you. They can be the same age. I don't know what you're, you know. And older, older. than me. Yeah. yeah. Some older people have been here too. Anyway, it's a very nice apartment. <laughs> I'm a little worried that I am, uh, you're out of my league. You're above my league looking at the books on your coffee table here in the living room. Yeah. You've got a book about aid to Africa, why less could mean more for Africa. Yeah. Then you've got some fact book about the AFD, the Alternative for Deutschland Party. Yeah. And then you have... The erotic desferats, the eroticism of betrayal. Yeah, it's uh, conversations with Frank Kastorf. Ah, from the the, uh, the Volksbühne yeah. Theater in Berlin. Yeah, we could talk about that if you like. It's been a hot topic here in Berlin while you've been away. I don't really care about it because, of course, change happens to theater. Yeah, but it's not just a change to the theater; it's a change to the whole city. That's what people don't understand. Oh, it's like. It's the it's it's globalist Berlin is is winning again. Ah. It's the Berlinale Berlin. It's the fucking Potsdamer Platz Berlin is winning, and the old and the real Berlin, the old Berlin, the the, the Berlin that had its own character, is dying, and that's just another another death. And the it's part of the cultural policy. It's a conscious culture policy by the SPD government to kind of make Berlin into this sort of globalist. M- mushy, like mushy puree. Will you let me know when you're done? Like a porridge, like a grey porridge of all artists coming from all over the world doing whatever, and it's In no Berlin. longer going to be Berlin, Berlin, you know. Okay, no, fair enough. Uh, that is that is what I was upset about. True story about Frank Kastorf. I bought blinds from his father. Did you? Did you know this about his dad? That he had that he was a blind maker. He has a blind shop in Prenzlauer Berg. Really? Yeah. Stargarder Straße. Oh, wow. Yeah. And what were they nice, the blinds? They were blinds. They kept the sun out. Good. They kill, they're they in the container right now. They will be hung back up soon. Great. Yeah. Venetian wood? What are the, what? Venetian, yeah. I think. Is that what they're called? I don't know. Yeah. Is it, did you meet him? We did meet him. We said, oh, we know, you know, we know who your son is. And he said, of course you do. Yeah. Very nice guy. Okay. So that makes me more Berlin than you. I think you didn't even know he had. I know, yeah. yeah. That's, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, you won that. Look at that. <laughs> you won. Drew won, Conrad zero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, fair enough. Actually, I, I had a gig last night, and after the gig, uh, these two uh, people, I've lived in Oregon, so I'm trying to be gender neutral these days. 
two people sat down with me and the way they talked about Berlin, they moved here recently, like in the last year or two, uh, the way they talked, I just left. And that usually doesn't like, I'm okay with people moving here and you know, Berlin's a great place to live, but the way they talked about, it, I just thought, no, that's not, yeah, it's, it's the genericization of Berlin. Yeah. Have you, have you noticed a lot of changes since you came back? No, the thing I noticed is it's full, man. There are people everywhere. Yeah. Like, you get on the subway, it's packed. That never happened before. Yeah. I mean, in Russia, yeah, but, like, just weird times. Yeah. It's full, man. I think that's good. I like having more people around. I was glad to see your neighborhood is just as crappy as it ever was. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, it's still the same shitty pizza place out there. Yeah. A tax, a sketchy taxi place. I'm attached to those people. Yeah. They're my people. With your super duper 60s retro couch, what did that thing cost? You have to go into that. Okay, that's all I'm saying. You're really in touch with the proletariat with your 10,000 year old couch in here. It's not, it wasn't that much. I exaggerated intentionally to give you an out. Okay. Yeah, it was like, uh, thank you. It was, uh, it was an, I think, well, it's a very good couch. It's called River Island 2. And uh, I'm very pleased with it. I gave you an out with the price, and then you said the name, and you're right back in it. <laughs> Nobody knows the name of their couch. I, I like the fact that it's called River Island 2. It's not the first River Island, because that was rubbish. And it's like, and it makes you think when you're lying on it, you're like, oh, I'm, I feel like I'm floating on a river. You know, like a, it's like a nice feeling. It is big. It's a big couch. And it's green, and it's got a swampy color. I'm, I'm, into, this, I'm into swampy. Swampy aesthetics. The swamp of the proletariat. Yeah. Okay. All right. I am. I, I, I agree. The man from the pizza shop probably doesn't can't afford this couch. River Island too. <laughs> he probably could though. He I mean, might. I don't know. <laughs> He's probably got like, two of them. It looks like a pretty crappy pizza shop. Yeah, but reliable. Okay. And better pizzas than uh, Hello Pizza around the corner, which is more, you know, you know what do you call it? It's a chain. Chain stuff. Or, or they, they wear baseball caps and, and all that kind of thing. No, but I haven't. Uh, there's just a lot of people, and uh, what actually shocks me is a lot of places are exactly the same. And the one thing I noticed yesterday, uh, I came home from a gig in Cologne. In the train station, there's still the one weird staircase that goes nowhere that everybody has walked down accidentally once. And they've like four years ago, they cordoned it off with a red, with just a red cordon off thing, whatever that's called, a red band. Yeah, it's still there. Okay, and it's weird little details like that that. In two years, Berlin didn't even change there. Like, it's just the same. Yeah. I think that's that's good, too. I think all these developments are, like, you know... I like... I think... I'm, I've got nothing... Don't get me wrong. That I think it's good that there are more, like, international people here. Yeah. But... And, uh, and I think they should all be here. But I just think it's... Um, it's a shame about the Volksbühne. Okay. I'll, I'll look into it, because I just thought people change happens... But now that you've, you've convinced me, I will do some reading tomorrow. And it didn't need to happen. That's the other thing. Like they could have done a different policy. They could have brought in... Because it, it, it's being taken over by someone who, who isn't a theatre director. He's a, he's a, he's a total... He's called Chris Durkham. He's an artist. He's like an art director, curator, model curator. And he's not German. So obviously his, his perspective is going to be more global. And that is what he said he was going to do. And his plans for what he wants to do in the, the theatre is not, it's not, it's, it's no longer like, I don't know, it's one less theatre in Berlin, that's what it is. And it's one of the most important theatres. It was pretty great. I, I only actually saw one theatre piece there, I have to admit. I saw a Schlingensief play. 
Yeah. Which, like everything Schlingens you've ever did, I did not understand. No, but it, it was like, it, it had its own, it was bizarre, wasn't it? It was bizarre. No, it was beautiful. It was great. And uh, yeah. he actually hit on my wife once, but that's another story. <laughs> you know all these other stories. Yeah. And uh, we were, it's a glitterati of that. I went to a lot of concerts there, like bands, and uh, discovered a lot of bands. At, yeah. And I, I felt that that was cutting edge for like this big traditional theater to have like really artsy bands. Yeah. I was there a lot, like shockingly a lot. And it had a, like a, and it had a real political, like you know, political uh, attitude behind it. You know, it had like a real, uh, uh, like what do you call it, like avant-garde political, uh, uh, like sense of radicalism that it was trying to get something. It was trying to say something about the world, and it was trying to do something. It was trying to, it was trying to like challenge and uh, and uh, you know, so, it was surreal. You- are you going to have your Volksbühne tattoo removed then? No, no, I'm going to keep it. <laughs> keep it okay, on my... good. As a reminder of yeah. your youth. I might get another one. <laughs> Frank Castor's face on your thigh. Yeah, or like a, uh, the, the little wheeled, little wheel with legs, but as a tear. Oh, because <laughs> that's a mark of having murdered somebody. You know, the tear means you murdered somebody. So it's yeah. like... Because you're paying taxes in the city, you're implicit in the murder of the Volksbühne. Yeah, exactly. Man, I, I am just as culpable as everyone else. All right. Um, you, want, I, you want to talk about some poli- <laughs> not politics, but just news in Germany? Should we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a lot of stuff. There's an election happening, you know, and uh, I think, um, you, I mean, how, how do you feel about it? Like, do you think that, you know... It's disappointing. I mean, the thing is, the economy's going crazy in Germany. The entire world loves Germany. And so I'm, I'm sort of reticent to say, could we get somebody other than Merkel? Because apparently she's doing okay. Yeah. But at the same time, can we get someone other than Merkel? Yeah. And then Schultz, I mean, the debate, when, the debate with Schultz, all Schultz tried to do was say, like, look, this is what we did at the EU. And he just sounded like a three-year-old talking about what they've been doing in student council. Yeah, but I think I like Schultz, despite everything. I, 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 my opinion goes very much against that of the rest of the German population who have decided they hate him. I don't hate him. I just thought and he was very kind of... He's, he's, you know, his popularity has gone down since that debate. He was just trying to be like, this is what we did at the EU, and that's why I could run Germany. And you thought, no, there's two different things. And then he seems to be kind of like... He's taking sort of obvious punches. I mean, obviously, he thinks he has to do something dramatic to even have a chance. Yeah, and uh, but I like the fact that he's like from the EU. I think he's got more. He's got, he's got. I like the fact that he's got a European sensibility. I think Germany needs Germany needs that. And I think that Angela Merkel was much more. Is she's all about protecting uh, Germany's interests? I mean, look at the, the and and her and Schäuble. It's like this. That, that's part of the reason why the AFD happened is because this populist. Um, you know, she was like, she, yeah, she like she she ruined it, didn't she? With her, ruined what? With Germany the, or the EU? Europe. Oh, I yeah. mean, with the with with the whole Greece thing, with, you know, like forcing Greece into these this into the uh, into these austerity measures and all that. It was like it was it was bad, and I think that really fueled the the populism that came out after it and this sort of rampant nationalism because she was like. She, she obviously doesn't really believe in the EU in the same way. What, do, what do you think they should have done with Greece? What should have happened with Greece? Well, I shouldn't have, like, shouldn't have forced them all to, like, like you know, 
take money out of people's accounts and for, uh, uh, force them to. But at the time, Germany's economy wasn't doing that great. You couldn't have Germany couldn't have just handed money to Greece. That would have been the end of the EU. Yeah, but what they did was it, they handed money. They they had these bailouts to the banks. Were, yeah, which weren't Greek banks. No, and those bailouts only serve to help the German economy even more. And I think that they, they and there's no wonder why uh, those countries, especially left-wing people in all those countries in Spain as well, they all they they've become more anti-European now because of because of that policy. I feel like well, you can vote here. Who are you? What are you voting for? I'm going to vote for Schultz. SPD. Mm-hmm. What about the other parties? Greens. Yeah, but uh, I mean, they, they don't really need them. FDP. I like the Greens, but don't, they're not important. FDP. No. Which apparently there's only one person in the FDP. If you look at the posters hanging up around town, yeah. apparently the FDP, the Liberals, there's only one person in that party, Christian Linda. Yeah, well, yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, those posters have been ridiculed liberally for, <laughs> for a long time. But, you know. All right, so next topic. <laughs> I don't know. This is the problem with the election. Like, that's it. It's, it's between Schultz and Merkel, who are already in the government anyway. Yeah. It's not like we're electing a new government. I know. And also, they won't, like, it, it, the only other option, the only other realistic thing that could happen in the election is that it will, this, the FDP will get enough votes with the CDU to get them over 50% so they could form a coalition. But that's, none of the polls have even been close to having that. No. Well, unless the Greens join them, too. I've actually always been for a FDP green kind of coalition because they're not that far apart, really. Yeah. Because I'm a, I'm a little tiny bit pro-business. Like, I'm actually super left-wing. But people can be a little bit nice to business. Not too much, okay. but a little bit. <laughs> okay. You know, like, you can give them some money. You can give the guys some money. Do you think that, do you think businesses are overtaxed in Germany? No. No. Maybe overregulated. Ah. And do you think the FDP would help? Well, this is the thing. You could get the Greens and the FDP to sit down and uh, kind of like keep each other in check, but maybe move forward some. Because yeah. like the Greens want all this uh, environmental innovation and that's money for business for the FDP. So then the FDP could say, okay, we'll give you the innovation if you give us some regulation, you know? But my impression is that uh, Germany is, that the German government is run by the big businesses. The big businesses, are, the, the, the government sees its job as uh, protecting like Volkswagen and Siemens. And well, that's what surprised me in the debate when they asked the diesel questions to Merkel. She pretty clearly said, I don't care about the people who bought diesel cars. She avoided anything of like, how can we help the people who bought these defective cars and said we have to protect the companies. Yeah. I was surprised more people didn't jump on that. But yeah, but they like her so much. But that's, but yeah, that is what the CDU is for. That's what her party is for, is for protecting those businesses. That's why the diesel thing would never have come out in Germany. Yeah. It only came out in America. Oh, that's the pizza in the background ready. It's okay. Do you need to get out or can we keep going? Let's keep going. All right, because I want to talk about this other thing you wrote down, AFD bots. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, Shahak Shapira is a, a comedian and a satirist, member of the Departai, and he took over... AFD Facebook groups, 31 AFD Facebook groups, and um, uh, kicked out all the admins. And uh, the, he'd like they they had a team of them over. Uh, said over 11 months, they joined the groups, 
slowly worked their way up to becoming admins, then kicked out all the admins and posted a video onto all the groups saying that now these groups are run by by us. It was like a, it was like a, it was an ingenious social media takeover. It was and, funny at first. The AFD said uh, we're going to sue you for fraud, like that you've you've weaselled your way in here under false pretenses. So we're going to sue you for fraud. And then the next day, the AFD said actually he made up these groups. These are not real AFD groups. Yeah, I mean, um, it's mad, isn't it? But he was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was wrong. But he's like, he, and um, I thought it was just a really ingenious trick. But also, not only did he like make fun of them and like expose, you know, like he did all the jokes about them. Like he said, from now on, if you're going to criticize Islam, you have to do it facing Mecca. Like he did these, like, that was a, that was a funny joke. That's good. That's good. <laughs> and, uh, but he did that joke, but he also, uh, he also kind of exposed how, uh, the AFD, Uses social media and these bots, and, and they and they promised in February that they weren't going to do that. And this what populist parties—that's what happened in America with Trump as well. It's like these um, these these uh, these algorithms that work on on social media. They really they add people automatically and post things automatically without comments. Like I said, post all these memes. Who are they adding? Who do they? I've never been added. Have you been added? No, they add other people who are posting. So they like they they find people who like who are AFD supporters and add them automatically to the groups. And the, what about now? Do the people not want to be part of the groups? Well, now the yeah those groups are effectively defunct. But some there's been a study that even some journalists did some uh, an investigation. They realised that uh, those groups have the same reach as the Tiger Show. Wow. The, you know, like this, like the the official state, you know, public broadcaster. They have the same power to influence people as the Tiger Show, and it's all um, right wing propaganda goes out on them. It's mad, isn't it? It's almost like they learned that from somebody else. Yeah, and they said like, and and in February when this question came up, uh, the AFD said, "Oh, we're not going to be promised not to use them," and then they have are using them. Although these groups should be said, they're not official AFD groups. Like they're just the supporters. They're just like. Well, that's the old political trick of like, we're not officially affiliated with you, but yeah, they're not. And, and it's not like they're posting in the name of the AFD. They're just posting AFD content right. for them, you know. And so who's the, you were talking about the AFD uh, woman who. Alice Weidel. Who is that? She's the Spitzenkandidat. <laughs> what happened to, I've been gone for two years. I don't know. I should, what happened to Storch? What was her name? Storch is, she's also a candidate, but only in Berlin. And the dude who gave the speech in Dresden or Leipzig? Björn Höcke. Yeah. He's just a, like also a candidate, but like a, in, in Turingen. So what did Vital do? Like What's Vital up to now? He's like a Nazi? He's basically the most Nazi one. You've got to be careful saying Nazi, I think, in Germany. Why? Couldn't he? <laughs> I think he could sue you. That's why. <laughs> what, for calling him a Nazi? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. Everyone calls him a Nazi. Okay, I'm just checking. I'm nervous. I'm unnervous about getting sued, okay. but I've I've had a lawsuit going all summer, so that's a whole. Okay, but anyway, so vital. What's so? What's her strategy now? Um, she basically does, she, she walks out of any interview or TV appearance if they, anyone says that the AFD is uh, is anti-Islam. If they're Nazis, yeah. No, no, you don't have to say. You don't have to say that. If if you say if you bring up the idea of racism. She walks out instantly. She did it in an interview and she did it on TV. So rather than come up with like a coherent answer, like a way to counter this, so that every time they ask you, you just say the exact same thing. Yeah. 
people get tired of asking you. Yeah. And it's really clever because um, she makes a new story every time it happens. Like it's like that's yeah. what she did in the in the um, in the big in the big TV debate the other day, or the, um, the where she just walked out. Some uh, some of the guy from the CSU said, um, uh, uh, "For me, you're a, a far right party," and she went, "But I've had enough," and wandered off. It's a bit. Of, it's kind of out. it's sort of a Trumpian strategy, really. Yeah, like let's show the establishment. And that became the whole story for the next day of, of, of uh, when anyone reported on that debate or that, uh, that yeah, that TV debate. That was the story. Oh, she's walked out. So wait, it was one of those minor party debates. It wasn't the two big parties. It was the minor yeah. parties. It wasn't, yeah. It was one of the, no, no. Oh, that's uh, 20 minutes. We're out of time. Hang on, we'll, we'll keep talking for... Stop! Oh, Okay. Uh, yeah. So it was the minor party debates where like the minor parties were yeah. allowed to talk because the big debate was only Schultz and Merkel. Yeah. But so at the minor party, the CSU, who's really the CDU, they were allowed to be there. Yeah. Well, it was um, the uh, this is I'm talking about a, a, like a, a, another debate after the official debate. It was another TV appearance. But yes, they are they're considered a minor party. It's not fair, is it? No. Because you can only vote for them in Bavaria. You have to be Bavarian to vote. They should get rid of them. Actually, do you know that about this? This is interesting. There are some people in Bavaria who are trying to sue the uh, the the like election authority or something. Or they've gone to court over the fact that they can't vote for Merkel. Because ah. they prefer Merkel to the CSU and they think they should have the right to vote for who's going to be the chancellor. They should. It's Germany. I think it's so they should, but they're not winning. They're, they're, they're not getting anywhere with the uh, plan. But I've always wondered that. I don't understand how you... You can't vote for the CDU in Bavaria. Yeah. does seem unfair. Because it's clearly a different party. Yeah. No, Schroeder argued that in the elephant round when he lost last time. Yeah. He was obviously drunk and maybe high on coke, but... The CSU is also like becoming more relevant because they used to be like the CDU's like ra- raging attack dog, and now that they're now they're being outflanked by the AFD, they're the ones that have the most to lose to the AFD. Okay. All right, Conrad. Okay, we're times up. This has been lovely. It's been great, man. It's nice to be. It's nice to be back in Berlin and yeah. to be in your cushy apartment. Yeah, come come anytime you like. You can stay over. On, what was it, Big River 2? River Island 2. River Island 2. So, yeah, you can, you know, you can have a sleepover. Beautiful. Okay. Bye. Bye.